had to put my mic on. All right, how you doing? My name is Alan C. ACOG. Uh, this is my podcast. Be quiet. Grown folks is talking. Um, I'm not the smartest person in the world. You know, I know I don't know everything, but I do know a lot of things, and I try to stay <clears throat> well informed. Um, that being said, uh, I don't, this, uh, my podcast is not scripted. I talk on things that, that I see and that I think is going to affect my community and especially my children. Um, I started this podcast to address a lot of issues that I see going on in this world that, like I said, is going to eventually affect my children when they get older and start to try to become productive human beings in this country. Um, decided to speak on this video on, on this situation because it's, it's, it's very close to home. This happened in New York City and it's like uh, I'm, I know people that know the people that are connected with, with what's, what's, what you're about to see, the people that's running this city and running the police department. And what you're about to see is, is, is it's not good, it's incredible. And um, at the end of the day, we need to start addressing, you know, the house is on fire. Stop talking about the house being on fire and let's put the fire out. Like it's time to stop studying whether we can put it out or <clears throat> whether we should put it out. Let's put it out. It's on fire. Let's put it out. All right. Uh, with that being said, let me let me show this video. And it's kind of long. And, and the comment at the end of it, you know, I, I want to show it all because this gentleman that that's doing this video, Doctor Richie, is very smart individual. He's he's very pro black. He's he talks about cops a lot, but he's not really, he's not anti-cop. He's anti-bad cop. And we all should be anti-bad cop. Like, let's let's keep it real. Like, if there was a lot of good cops out there, bad cops wouldn't exist. They wouldn't be able to do the things that they do if there were a lot of good cops. So let's keep that straight and keep that real because a lot of people want to give them a pass and say, Oh, it's a hard job. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they face a lot of adversity and they, they give very little credit and very little praise for what they do. Well, at the end of the day, that's their job. They pick that job. They don't have to do that job. They can, if they don't like the job, if they can't do the job, if they're not good at the job, find another job. Like that's just find another job. You know, you don't have to be a cop. Uh, I think a lot of co people are cops because of the power and prestige more than it being a calling and something that they, you know, they really want to protect and serve the community. They really want to help the community because I don't see a whole lot of that. Now, you know, that's just me. I don't, I don't see a whole lot of that. And this gentleman points out the hypocrisy of, of it all and the fact that we have to change the way uh, the police operate. We just have to. Uh, or, you know, we already have our rights taken away. Um, 
we don't have that many rights as it is in 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 we're we're struggling as you know we we're not as as bad as off as like some people like to say but we we are not where we we should be and we need to do better we need to be better and things need to get better so with that being said i want to uh show this video The police, they decide to throw a 61-year-old grandmother to the ground, break her arm because she had the audacity to record. Here's the video. Man, body cameras are now on. Body cameras are now Okay, no. Our body cameras are now filming. I'm letting you know. And you're not allowed to record. You're not allowed to record. Turn around. A 61-year-old grandmother committed no crime, had her arm broken by New York PD. Let's put up her picture. Let me give you some background. Let's keep her picture up. Give you some background to this. This woman... Her name is Patricia Rodney. She is now pursuing legal action. That's your update to this case. There's now a lawsuit. Miss Rodney, who's diabetic, was visiting the station on December 2nd, 2020. Why was she there? She was there to pick up a copy of a police report that she'd filed about a missing glucometer as required by her provider. This is standard, a standard thing. But instead of helping Ms. Rodney, the officers turned her away. So she became frustrated, right? And she decided to turn on her camera phone. And at least six officers decided to swarm her because of this. Listen, think about it. This 61-year-old grandmother has a requirement to have a police report because somebody committed theft. So she has to get a police report. She goes to do this. There's an officer that actually told her, here's how you do it. She goes to do it. These officers act like she's not even present. They decide to turn her away, reject her, treat her like a second-class citizen, third-class citizen, however you would like to categorize it. And she gets upset, and what does she do? She doesn't commit a crime. She doesn't try to destroy property. She doesn't fight the police. She turns on a recording device on her phone because now she's irritated enough to expose 
what's happening. This is for exposure. So she turns on her camera in order to expose this. What do they do? They break her arm. Six to one year old grandmother. There's more. Ms. Rodney works at a local school cafeteria. That's her job. She is medically required to check her blood sugar at least five times a day. And she needed a copy of the report faxed to her insurer for a replacement glucometer, according to the complaint. Despite being instructed by a cop two days earlier to return for a copy of the report later in the week, she was denied by at least three different officers, one of whom told her she'd have to go to the NYPD headquarters in Manhattan for a copy. All right? Now, remember, she already filed it. It's already a filed report. She just needs the copy. She's told copy has been generated. You got to come here to pick it up. She comes to pick it up. All these officers start playing games with her. Now, Ms. Rodney was taken to a local hospital for treatment after the encounter where she remained handcuffed, okay? That's according to the lawsuit. She had a fractured elbow as well as uh, swelling both arms, elbows, and wrists, the complaint says. She was charged with what? Resisting arrest. That's your catch-all. Obstructing governmental administration, disorderly conduct, and criminal trespass, all of which were completely dismissed later by a judge. Ms. Rodney is looking for monetary compensation for the emotional damage and physical injuries caused by that gruesome and unwarranted arrest. But the lawsuit also, also calls into question a controversial NYPD policy around filming the police. So let me give you some background to this. Three years ago, the department prohibited recordings inside of police precincts. While the merit of the new policy was never officially settled, the New York City Council passed a law in 2020 declaring cops susceptible to legal action if they stop someone from filming police duties. The right to record police is widely accepted as a First Amendment right in the U.S. Over the past 25 years, several district U.S. courts have upheld filming police as constitutionally protected and a form of expression. So long as the person recording the activity does not interfere with the uh, police investigation. Remy Green, who is Ms. Rodney's attorney, hopes the decision will provide much-needed clarity on the matter because in New York City, what is and isn't allowed to be recorded appears to be unclear even to its leaders. In March, Mayor Eric Adams asked New Yorkers to either stand further back from cops when recording them or invest in a new phone to better capture moments. The suggestion was widely panned because the mayor failed to present examples of people being too close to an arrest while documenting it. Let me put up the picture of some of the leaders of New York. Buck is supposed to stop with them. You have Mayor Eric Adams, you have Chief Corey, and you have Commissioner Sewell. All right? Meanwhile, while these individuals cannot um, get their heads from up their own behinds, the GOP in Oklahoma, Florida, and Arizona have all passed laws restricting a person's freedom to record the police. Now, I want to remind everybody, a recording captures the truth. If police are operating in a way 
that is justifiable and righteous to the community they serve, that cop wants everyone to record them. If I were a cop, and listen, I never would be, but let's say in a land called La La, I was the police. I would want a camera on me all damn day because I would not engage in corruption. I would make sure everybody's rights are protected. Good cops should want cameras at all times because if somebody, dare say, lies on you, you have video evidence proving that you are officer-friendly. And all of this jargon about most cops are good, you got to understand, if most cops are good, why is it that when one cop acts ridiculous, all of the cops around them act ridiculous too? And when we have the rare occasion of a police officer who steps in and stops a bad cop, that police officer has to damn near go into witness protection. Not because they are afraid of members of the community, they are afraid of their co-workers who happen to be other cops. Yasmin, thoughts on this case? Dr. Ritchie, I think I'm just in a mood today because I can't handle these stories. I, first of all, Okay, so if you watch that whole video and uh, watch uh, Dr. Ritchie's uh, comments on the situation, uh, you would see it was horrific. It made no sense whatsoever. That woman, woman did nothing wrong. She did not deserve to be done like that they should never put their hands on it she had every right to start videotaping she had every right to start videotaping it is insane that police and our community leaders don't know the laws have no idea what the law is they have no idea no concept of the first amendment and and of the constitution period they don't they don't they think they understand a lot of white folks and people running around thinking they understand the second amendment they don't they don't understand the fourth amendment they they clearly most they clearly don't understand the fifth amendment cuz when you tell them you don't want to talk to them and I'm talking about police they still demand that you talk to them when you have a fifth amendment or right not to say anything to them it is in Incredible, and it is. I don't get why we allow it. Why, why I understand why you know the powers that be allow it because they like how things are, they like the status quo. And stop talking about the system is broken, stop talking about the system is operating exactly as it was designed to operate. Everything that's going on, everything that's happened is by design. Poverty is by design. Black folks go through what black folks go through by design. It's not broken. It, 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 we try to fix it every year. Like We try to make this a more perfect room and we try to improve it. But we have people in this country that's trying to take us back. That's what MAGA is all about. And, and if you're a black person and you, you agree with anything that Trump did, anything that GOP did... Any of that MAGA shit, if you're a QAnon conspiracy 
advocate, if you listen to that garbage and believe it, you know, it's nothing wrong with listening to it, but you should have enough common sense and enough intelligence to disconcern what is fact, what is a fact, and what is fact. What is the truth? What's truth? And what is the truth? We we like to we we allow people to make up shit to make up shit. And they call it policy. And, 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 and they always use this made up shit that they made up, this policy that they made up, this that 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 these uh administrators or community whoever made it up. The police the police got a crazy amount of policies that they make up and they use to disenfranchise us, to brutalize us, and do what they do to us. We have to stop giving them a pass. I don't care what job you do in the city. If you're a government worker, if you're a teacher, if you're a cop, if you're a fireman, if you're a, uh, 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 you work in public safety in the school, whatever you do and you get paid with taxpayer money, you're a public servant. You, we don't work for you. You work for us. And the sooner people understand that and 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 come to terms with that and, and grasp that situation, the better off we'll all will be, including the public and including the workers. Know your place. Know what your job is. Know, and if you're a police officer and you're enforcing the law, please, please know the law. Because it's a damn shame that, that police don't know the law. And if you look at this video, it, it is a shame we have become part of our own oppression. If you look at this video and you look at all the people that's involved in doing that lady like they did that lady, they're all black. They're all black. The people that run in this city right now, that's running New York City, and this is why this is so important to me and so important, are black. The main people, the, the, the mayor is black. The chief of police is black. So, so this mayor, he seems to be, he's a cop, and, and he thinks like a cop. He's not thinking like, like a, a politician, uh, or forget a politician, because thinking like a politician ain't good news, but thinking about an administrator, thinking about someone, he, once again, we don't work for him. He supposedly worked for us. He asked, he ran, he, he, he asked to get votes. He asked to work for us. He begged, he pleaded, and he got the job, and now, what is he doing? He's being a cop. And, and 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 being a cop is not going to put this. You think like everybody thinks that that cops is the answers to everything. They're not. They're doing too much, as a matter of fact. There's a lot of things they shouldn't be handling. They shouldn't have nothing to do with. And this mayor, does, I don't think this mayor gets it because he's about to bring back, he's bringing back stop and frisk and he's bringing back broke, the broken windows policy. And I don't know if you, if you don't know what that is, you need to go find out, especially broken windows. You need to go find out what that is. You should already know what stop and frisk is. The police chief, supposedly she's from Queensbridge. That's me. That's what I rep. If you look at my background, it's the bridge. QB for life. That's who I am. That's what, that's part of my upbringing. And supposedly this woman, that's a, she, she supposedly has some of that in her too, because supposedly 
At one time, she lived in Queensbridge. And she's black and she's a woman. And so are you going to just be go along, get along, Sally? Are you just going to allow this mayor to do whatever he wants? Or are you going to stand up and be the police chief and run this this police force, New York, the New York City police force, like it's supposed to be? Are you going to protect and serve? Are you going to make sure the members of your organization protect and serve? Are you going to make sure that they understand that they work for the public and that they have public has certain rights? And one of them is the First Amendment, and that's the right to film. Everybody that had anything to do with what happened to that lady, it's already going to be a big lawsuit because, of course, they charged her and they dropped all the charges and everything. So now it's about to be a big lawsuit. And everybody involved with that situation right there needs to suffer some kind of consequences. And we need to stop. We, we're starting to oppress our own self. It, it is a shame, you know, because that's another subject. It's another reason why I started this podcast, because our school system in this city is screwed up. And, and my son goes to a school where the administration is black. Most of the people, the teachers, everybody, when I go to that school, I see a lot of black faces in, in, in positions of power that are running school. And, and, and what I'm seeing is they are criminalizing child, children, child's behaviors. At the end of the day, our children are children. They're not adults. They shouldn't be expected to act and think and behave like an adult, they're children. And if you're a teacher or administrator in a school, and if you're afraid of children, black children, then you need to find another job. I understand some children you need to be afraid of, and you should be able to identify that you're an you're administrator, you're a teacher, you know, that's part of your job to identify children, to know who's who, and, 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 and you know, to, to know what children you have to act like that and be like that to, and, and what children are just being children and allow them to be children. Um, I'm about done with this rant. Uh, I got other things to do, but I had to address this and I'm going to address some other things. It just seems like every time I think about addressing a situation, there's another situation that came up, but this one I had to get on. It had to get on immediately because this is close to home. This is where I live, and I see it's going downhill already. Like this man ain't been in what well, he ain't been in power a good year now, and I see things happening that don't bode well for us. And they think more cops is going to stop the shootings and the killings and everything. No, we need more resources. We need more things for these children to do, for kids to do. We need we need more resources. We need more resources in school. We need more resources in our community. I live in a community where most of the <coughs> most of the people that live here have homes that are a million, two million dollars. They all have luxury cars in their driveways. And and so the money's here. So I don't get why in my community there's not the resources for the children here. I went to a concert in my son's school and they had a drumming session. And you would not believe like and, and it seems like everybody thinks it's all right. 
you would not see, you would not believe what they were playing in school at a concert in school, music concert in school, what they were playing as drums. They were playing on Home Depot buckets. Now, I know that's a cultural thing. I know that that's, that's what, you know, that's what, you know, happens in the hood. We do that in the hood, but we do that because most of the time we can't afford real drums. You can't afford drums to play. But in the school, these kids should have drums. They shouldn't be playing on no damn Home Depot buckets. And I understand somebody said, oh, well, that's what they practice on. Okay, so practice on Home Depot buckets. But when you have, when you actually have a performance in a concert, you should have real drums. Now, I don't think that's too much to ask because I looked it up and the drums don't even cost that much. Like, why don't y'all have real drums? And if it's a money issue, why y'all not talking about it? All these black teachers and black administrators in this school, y'all should be screaming. If y'all don't have enough funds, y'all should be screaming to the rooftop. Why not? I don't hear it. I don't see it. Uh, maybe I'm missing it. But we'll see because I'm going to be addressing it uh, a lot more in the future. With that... uh. I got things to do, other things. This is important too, but I got other things to do. I'm out.